guest. Let's see if he is available. Joseph, one second for me. Oh. Hey, Joseph, can you hear me, my darling? Recording in progress. I, I, I can indeed. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Let me just turn down this music from friends and family from the Isley Brothers and Snoop Dogg. We'll play this afterwards. Welcome, welcome to the house party queen and host a house. You sound amazing. Without us going through any testing, it sounds loud and clear. I'm hoping it's loud and clear to everyone that's listening out there on Mixcloud. Big up all crew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank nice you, DJ you. Thank Knowledge. You. That film was The Five Heartbeats. That is one of my films. In fact, it, it tops my top 10. It's at number one. And I watched that film. I love it. And if anyone has not seen The Five Heartbeats, I beg you, please, to go find it. I'm not quite sure where it's playing. It may even be on YouTube, but find it. It's an amazing, amazing film with some fabulous singers. Thank you so much, uh, DJ Knowledge. Yes, it definitely was when the police pulled them over and asked them where they were going and they had to sing to prove that they were actual singers and they sang that tune in a very sombre way and uh, uh, um, Slum Village kind of brought that back alive at the end of the tune. You know your knowledge, DJ, knowledge, definitely. I might have to bring you on probably when I'm doing a hip-hop show. Um, so thank you so much. But let me welcome you, Joseph. Thank you very much from Shamps and Giggles. Um, as I said, you know, um, thank you for joining me today on Host a House on GY Radio. And I brought you on today because it was actually uh, DJ Cameo that introduced uh, yourself to me. And she said, you have to interview Joseph from Shamps and Giggles. You have to get to know him. And we had this fabulous long conversation. Uh, I think it was last week about what you do, what I do, and uh, gained a, a real insight to each other. So let me, let me first of all let allow you to introduce yourself to my listeners. Tell everybody who you are, Joseph. Well, Alison, thank you, thank you for having me. Yes, we did have a, quite a conversation. Um, so, uh, Shams and Giggles um, is something we started in the lockdown, or well, beginning of lockdown. Uh, yeah. April twenty. It's a long time ago now, isn't it? <laughs> Last Feels year, like right? it's, it's going to come on to two years soon, won't it? Not just a year. In it though, yeah. Um, and yeah, so we, we, we started then, it was initially called Coronavirus Comedy Special. So uh, is the beginning and we had, we got a lot of support. It was quite amazing. Um, various comedians came out, Rudy Liquid, big up, uh, Jeff Schumann, uh, Peter Francis, um, you know, and others and supported. We had uh, Robbo uh, Ranks, um, he was our DJ. To begin with, it was only a couple of hours. Uh, from 8 to 10, and then he went to 11, then he went to 12. I mean, uh, we've now gone to like 6, 7 in the morning. Listen, <laughs> don't start, crazy. because I was on your forum last week, Friday, and I came off after 4 o'clock in the morning, and uh, we we were supposed to go out, and I thought, let me step into this and see what this is all about. Got involved in the quiz. I won the quiz. You did, you I'm, did. You I'm did. waiting for my prize, by Good the way, Lord. Joseph. I'm waiting for my prize, right? I won this you quiz. Are, yeah. You are, yeah. You, you deserve um, a Shams and Giggles t-shirt. I you think have to so. Give the, I'm... the the, the, the um, size parameters and so on that we'll be able to get one made up for you. 
Definitely. I, I'm resident quiz champion and, and you know, those that didn't get involved last week, we're going to put the details into the chat also so you can get involved this Friday and every Friday with Champs and Giggles. But let me continue. Sorry. So you said it it, it went on to 10 o'clock, 11 p.m. and then obviously 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and things just developed and, um, you know, it was just amazing some of the conversations we'll have we had on the platform uh i mean we really got close together i mean we had so many uh, varied conversations we had the conversation about you know why aren't black people doing so well uh in this country if you compare to how perhaps they're doing in america and so on um why is there a disunity in our community but one of the things that really resonated is that we all came together, not met before and so on, strangers, so to speak, and all of us are of the same mind. And what, what we learned is that really the disunity is not is not through us, because if we come together, we are united. We had an amazing meet in the park um, last year. We're just, and it was just pure unity, pure love, and unity. <laughs> it was just great stuff. Um, and we we just we just gelled together. Um, George Floyd, when when that happened, uh, we were there for each other. We were able to, you know, to to let off how we felt. How did we? How did that affect us? And we went into deep discussions about, um, you know, what what's the worth of, of the black man and woman in this day and age? How how we're discriminated against? How can we rise above it? We went into so much detail together and, and uh, you know, we pulled through that. Um, there was um, Denise. If, if, uh, if I can just rest stop in you peace. for she was part if I can of the just group. Stop you for one second. Um, and you said something very important there. You spoke about George Floyd. And I don't want to go into the details because I think everyone knows about that. But beforehand, I think that we didn't have so much unity as black people. Everyone was just going on their daily work life, complaining about stuff, but we had no forums really, no one coming together. Or there may have been some, but I don't think people took a lot of notice. When George Floyd happen, happened and we were hit with the pandemic, we had time to think about all of this stuff and digest it. And it raised a lot of emotions with some people. It raised um, sadness and anger and suddenly everyone found themselves looking for platforms to to vent some of this anger or to talk to other people that they felt this way about and there was this outpouring of emotions you know i felt yeah. it on facebook i felt it in the platforms that i was going on and it was a beautiful thing whether it was anger mm. whether it was sadness whether it was happiness whether it was praise or whatever but it it kind of gelled it started to gel black people together and it started to make us think about what can we do to ensure that we've got some longevity in this right. you know and we didn't have that before no longevity something will happen we'll jump on it and then we'll jump off again but mm. thankfully you know black lives matter movement may have kind of calmed down a bit but everything that we're doing has upped and ranked up in terms of people thinking well i don't want to work for people anymore i'm going to set up my own business it allowed people to start thinking about this is what I want to do and people to start thinking about black owned businesses and wanting to buy black and in support of that also. So it's mm. done out of sadness, 
Mm. And extreme adversity has come so much greatness. And rest in mm. peace, George Floyd. But it, it needed to happen. Something like that needed to happen in order for us to create a movement. And of course, that's where mm. your platform comes in comes in as well. You, you spoke about it being as part of COVID. You've changed the title, Shamps and Giggles, because it's something that we need to celebrate as well, us as black people. So I applaud you for that and applaud anyone that put on platforms in COVID times because we needed that. We needed something to hang on to, to have some fun and, and also vent. So thank you for that. I just wanted to say that. You know what? Let's just, because um, we can pause here for a minute. This George Floyd, that was huge. It was actually mm. humongous, right? That George Floyd um, situation, it, it parallels to Stephen Lawrence. Yeah. When Stephen Lawrence uh, was murdered, there was an outpouring but we did not have the platform to vent. So we would vent, you'd go to work, and if you had a few people that work, you'd vent with a few people out. You'd vent at home. We was always shocked when we heard the news, because that's what we was watching in it, the news. And it would always be the next thing, the next thing, and then the other, and it would be the leak. But we didn't have that, 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 that means where we could communicate with each other. Uh, when George Floyd happened, we had that means. And we didn't have Zoom and technology back then either for us to collaborate and come on screen. Zoom, Facebook, WhatsApp. Facebook didn't exist. We didn't no. YouTube. YouTube. Remember, back then, we were, um, we had to wait to see what the media would show us of an incident. George Floyd, it was some random person filmed on her camera live to Facebook. And so we all saw what was happening live. They couldn't hide it from us. Nah. In America, these kind of things, are ha they're, they're happening on the regular. What's the only thing that's changed, and um, Will Smith said it, is now we have a camera. It's, I mean, this, this has been going on from morning. Now we've got the camera phone technology that you can simply film it, stream it live to your network, and then it gets the, out, out to, the, to, to, to the wide open. So... So that was huge, and that, that touched a nerve uh, amongst the black community and other communities. It's not just black people. White people in there, too. White people were affected uh, strongly, because we can see from the, the various marches, there were, white, there were a lot of white people out marching as well. No, no, see, racism is just a small minority. As, unfortunately, some of them have a lot of power, right? You know, Donald Trump, for example. Um, you know... It's just a small minority. Um, more, um, by and large, people just want to get 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 along mm. and live. That's that's what we want to do. We we want to get along and live uh, together in unity. Nobody who wants drama. Nobody <laughs> nobody wants no, drama. No, we don't. Um, but we but we also want to be able to almost have a piece of that pie. And I posted a video on my Facebook, uh, I think it was today, by Viola Davis, who's a, 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 a fantastic uh, black actress. And she sat there saying, I'm on par with, with Meryl Streep, uh, Kate Beckinsale, and all those lovely white actresses that get all the, the top movies. And black actresses are just left behind. It's almost like we're not favored. And I think now, you know, we are creating a movement. We are saying we are great. You know, there's all these positive affirmations that come out every day, all day across platforms. And it's about teaching ourselves how great we are, because I don't believe as black people, we know our own greatness. We don't appreciate it. We don't understand it yet. Some of us. 
And I think once we have that understanding of how great and how powerful we are, only then can we really move forward and start really moving past and thinking, okay, we don't need a white man to help us elevate here, there and everywhere. I just wish mm. that we would get ourselves together and create our own bank, our own finance. And that's happening. Mm. And I'll speak about the Lumi in a second. That's a different, whole different kettle of fish there. But, you know, mm. coming back to, to yourself and the platform that you put on, you know, as you said, that was in response to some of the things that were happening. And um, I can only say that, you know, you've done great things. And one of the questions I want to ask is why were it named Shamps and Giggles, by the way? I'm going to come back to what you said in a minute. I've gone off piste well, there for a second. It was uh, the coronavirus comedy special. We wanted to get away from coronavirus comedy special. We were going to call it Champagne and Laughs, right? Uh, to denote a, a, a sense of, you know, um, uh, prestige, I guess. You know, we, we want to elevate ourselves, don't we? And yes. it was my sister, Big Up D. She came up with the name. The next day I went there, she, she just said, oh, so what's this Champs and Giggles? What are we going to do with it? And I said, Champs and Giggles. She said, yeah, that's what you called it. I goes, no, I didn't. I called it Champagne and Laughs. You just called it. Sh but anyway, Champs and Giggles stuck. <laughs> Champs and Giggles stuck. And, Big up um, your sister. <laughs> you know, everybody's just drawn to the name Champs and Giggles. And uh, we've moved on to that. But interesting what you said about the positive application of song. Often the, the, the group teased me when I use the term phenomenal. Because really, black people, that's, that is what we are. We, the greatness we have, we are phenomenal. There's nothing we can't do. But to your point, we're not, it's not that we're left behind. It's that we haven't built the infrastructure that's going to lead us to our greatness. And we're depending on others who have or to do it for us. If we start building our own infrastructure, and it starts with small beginning, small yes. things like the platforms that we all have, there's many of them. It's not just Shams and Giggles. Eddie Nestor's doing one, he does to YouTube. Red, Red Liquid does one, he does to yes. YouTube and so on. Obviously, you're doing one. So there are shoe doctors. There's several uh, different little platforms. But if we come together, you know, big up to Marlon Cushfield, if we come together and continue to work our platform, Leave out Netflix, leave out the BBC, leave out ITV, Channel 4 and all them things. Let's do ours and put money in our pot. It may take a little time, but eventually we would, I mean, come on, if that, this was done from, from, from years ago, we'd have a little something now, right? But we're, we're not doing that. We're always quick to run off. Oh, it's better paying over here. So even now we're coming out of lockdown. Certain men have to go back to work. So man and man can't, can't well, they, you know, do they keep on trying with the platform, not making any money, or do they, obviously, they got bills to pay. So, you know, good and ideas think, that we have, man and man's having to drop them to go back to work. And I, I, and I think it depends on what your priorities are. And my priorities changed last year. I was in banking. I was earning a hell of a lot of money, you know, working in technology. I big was up, a big up to money makers. Yep, yep, I really was. And after that happened... It hit me so much. I came out of banking. I was working with with lots of white and Asian people. I I felt the the um, negativity. I felt the racism. I've been fighting against it for years. Being told I'm too aggressive. You know, I'm a black woman. You know, whatever it is. And I and I got to the point where I just thought I can't deal with this anymore. 
and I've spoken about this several times and I was working the last bank I worked for was HSBC it's a, it was a it's a giant of a bank and I wrote mm. a letter from a black employee to the to the CEO and I thought you know what I'm doing myself something missing justice I'm never going to be able to work for HSBC again but if I don't do this I'm never ever going to do this and I wrote how I felt mm. working in the department of Asian people being overlooked being spoken down to being told I'm this that and the other mm. how I'm supposed mm. to suppress my personality for other people because they didn't like the way that I spoke or something and and that was hard and it makes you look at yourself as if to say am I the bad person whereas they're the perpetrators all the time with the way right. that they deal with us they don't understand us they don't understand our culture and and I think it comes from the programming that they've had as well of black people right. and it just needs a whole reprogram and you know our young people i think are going to do that for us hence the reason why i celebrate mm. our young people i push our young people and, and push them onto platforms mm. as much as possible because i think they're going to be the chase changing face for us they're, they're the new generation coming up that maybe not come through not seen so much of the adversity that we've seen um right and and going through life and thinking i don't have to work for someone i can put my own business together and go out there and do what I need to do. So that's what we need to do. We need to get behind our youth and we need to push our youth as well. Not just saying the reliance is upon them because I don't want them to have that burden on their shoulders, mm -hmm. but we need mm -hmm. to ensure that they are set up um, in life and they are aware of what's happening out there and can continue this message. It's, it's so important. Yeah, we look at cricket, for example, as an institution that's racist. I mean, this situation with this the uh, cricket yeah. player. Yeah, that's just come out. It just shows that these massive institutions built off the back of slavery, um, you know, uh, the, the, from the top, the racism is it's up there. It's inherent. Um, it's good that the conversation is being had now, though, because it's a conversation that brings about change. How the change will come about and into what dimensions and so on big up to the youth and they're they're trying they're working hard uh, these are difficult times these are difficult times and it is for for uh, for the leaders i mean the older man them in the community which you know the, the greys are are raising up now but we Not have to look for ways to come together to lay <laughs> a platform for the youth them to to follow into we can't just um um you know, thing that avoids just going to be filled. It's not just going to happen. It's for us to somehow come together and and put things in place, put put a stamp um, that the youth them youth them can uh, follow into. We look at uh, Mo Gilligan. He did that thing, uh, 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 Black, British, and Funny. Yes, and, I remember that. I watched that. Right, one black we, person, we all one space. Right, right, and look how he gave credit to many of the comedians that black comedians that by and large are known are known um you know and it just goes to show how you know depending on the the structure that is the mainstream structure it really it's not for us <laughs> it's not for us the mainstream structure is for them we have to build the structure and the technology that's there now with the zoom the various platforms that we could just home in on one. If, if, if as a community we homed in on one, be it the Zoom, be it the StreamYard, be it, right? Uh, if we homed in on one and everybody started, even if like YouTube, for example, if everybody homed in on YouTube and you're getting X amount, YouTube pays you money. 
Yeah. It pays you money for it. So there's an income there that can be reinvested into something else. I mean, so there, there is the means, but it takes the numbers on mass to actually log into something and stick to it. I, I, I think so, but I still think we can go on further rather than going to the giants of YouTube. And I remember after the incident with, with Joy, uh, George last year, I stopped watching BBC. I very rarely watch the BBC. And even when I do, when I watch the programming, I, I literally switch it on to think, let me see how many black people I can count that I can see in one day from morning till night. And I don't see very many. Right. And uh, so I stopped watching BBC News. I watched CNN because they seem to have an, a bit more of an affinity to black people than Fox News and BBC News and ITV News. Perhaps Channel 4 as well, because they're doing a lot for black people also. But there needs to be more. We need to have our own channel. And I'm tuned into people like Pharaoh TV, that has got his own TV channel. Um, and that monetizes for him and he makes money. And I think we need to move some of our programming onto there. There's Ultravision TV that's been going for a little while. Mm -hmm. They're trying to raise funds. And so this is what we need to get behind. We need to get behind some of these TV stations that are going on there instead of us saying, oh, let's go to YouTube and see what's going on. Even things like Shazam. I get peeved with Shazam because I think we should have a black Shazam. We're sitting there trying to find black tunes on Shazam. We're waiting for Shazam to find out all our R&B and our hip hop tunes. And half the time we're sitting there going, it won't Shazam. Well, why? And why can't we find oh, someone to develop? Why can't we find we our have, own? We have our and where black is it? YouTube. We have it. It's called Black Vision. We have our black Facebook. Now, I'm a bit upset, Carlos and Junior. They changed the name. It was called Black Chat. They change it to front room. I think they need to. Oh put my it back gosh! To yes, you, you know what? I contacted Black Chat because I found them, and I'm 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 a follower of them, and I contacted them because I wanted to interview them. They have they've changed it to front room. Right. Yes, of course they have. Right. Yeah, we need to have black in the name <laughs> uh, because if you're on YouTube, look. If you're on YouTube, if you go to Google, for example, and you do a search, right? Mm -hmm. Search woman. Search beautiful woman. Holy for white people will show up. I'm not lying. That's, that's how it is. If you're looking for a black woman, you have to put in black, black beautiful woman. Woman, yeah. It, it's, it's everything. It makes a difference. You have to be defined. So when they, had, when they had black chat, if you look for a black chat room, black chat would show up. But if you're looking for a black chat room, now front link, why is it going to show up? Front room, why is that going to show up? See, so but the black vision, they've kept the name and that is the black version of YouTube. Same thing. You can upload your videos there. Right. And the videos will show and everybody and everybody can come in and see. So we have it. But you see what, what it what, what's, what's the thing here? People are just busy doing the day job. The marketing is a bit less. I don't know. But word yeah. of mouth should spread. And we need to start using these platforms. And um, if we do it now, we have something of our own. Right. We have they and even uh, Carlson Jr. I believe they pay royalties as well, <laughs> just like YouTube. They, they actually pay you money, a couple of pence for the, pay, the amount, amount of page you just. So then Monday is willing to pay. We have it. The YouTube's there. The infrastructure's there. We just and need, to, we need to market we need it to... and use it and capitalize on it also. But before you carry on, I just want to talk about some of the people in the chat and thank you so much for people that have joined on in the chat. I'm sorry if I don't get to all of your names. Um, 
Miss Sugar Sweet um, and Spice. And I think we've got, oh gosh, Mind Over Matter Project Suicide Prevention. Um, they've they've put something in the chat also here to support our sponsor champs. Highly educational, love this channel, very informative. Mm, Errol mm. McKellar advert is hard hitting. Thanks to all you do to getting the message out there. Um, we've also got the George Floyd murder opened up a number of communication networks, but also on the other side showed us that racism is alive and kicking despite the media, of course. Um, H. Thomas says the, this shows that people are not afraid to voice their opinions despite the media as they believe they are protected. Um, Pinky says we want our own TV channel and do for ourselves where we can assess our own needs. Lockdown helped create creative and time to reflect. Of course, we've spoken about that. Um, Miss Sugar Sweet said, I don't watch TV. Our, our small platforms are great. 100% all of them. I'm, I back you on that. I try to support all platforms. Um, Pinky, yes, they love to tell black people they are aggressive. It's a technique that they use to shut you down. We yes. know this. Time to fight back. Mm -hmm. Time to definitely fight back, people. I don't take that anymore. And I wish I had this knowledge when I was going through some of my job stages way back when, when I used to feel mm. really bad about how, and, and used to take it on board and think, oh my God, I am aggressive, I'm really bad. Whereas before, they don't like us being assertive. I don't call it aggressive, I call it assertiveness. Confidence well, and assertiveness. You know what we've learned? We've learned about the attitude test, you see. And that's very, very, very important. And big up to Adrian. The attitude test is something that the police use against us. So when we just come out of our black personality because we loud, that's how we do, right? That's why they say we're aggressive. See, automatically as black people, we fail the attitude test, right? Because we're just loud. We're vibrant people. But when you come to them with their in their way and you're calm, cool, collected, see, then they're confused. They don't know what to do. They can't say you're aggressive. <laughs> they're confused. And also we learned that that term aggressive goes way back. There's some sort of legality whereby uh, it was used in the slaves um, because white people were killing their slaves for no good reason. So they had to have a reason. And if the, if the reason was, oh, they, the slave was aggressive, so that's why they shot them or whatever they did. That was deemed a reason. So when they use the term aggressive, apparently it goes way back. Because that gives them license to do as they will with you. And Henry George Floyd, he was aggressive. But the camera shows, the camera shows that wasn't true. It was because of the camera that they, the, that police officer, they, anything they said held no weight. Before then, they're always using that terminology. They were aggressive, so I shot them. They were aggressive, so I tased them. They were aggressive, so this happened. But now that holds no way. So big up to Adrian. The attitude test is one where just be calm. Be calm and express yourself in a calm manner. Don't be raising your voice. Because once you do that, that's when they start with their aggression, so on and so forth. And then they got you. I know, but it's hard sometimes to try and be calm in a situation such as that. But uh, coming back to H. Thomas, he says, so true, they're confused when you don't act in the way they expect you to do. They don't know what to do. And I remember I was watching, I can't remember, I, I can't remember if it was on your platform or somebody else's platform that I was watching that some guy said that he was at a football match and some police officer 
was you could tell that this police officer didn't like black pe people and then he came raging up to say who spat on me and came straight to the black guy and he was sitting in a crowd of like 10,000 people and he was picking on this black guy and saying it's you it's you it's you and he was really calm and saying but it weren't me I'm sorry to say it weren't me and because this police officer was waiting for him to become aggressive so he could arrest him and because he was so calm he couldn't do anything but you have right. to kind of try and keep that momentum and I think that whereas we're, we're an angry nation at times, that at points we, we have to learn to keep calm and fight our corner in a different way other than to show our aggression outwardly. And that comes mind in the form you, of, you know what? Go we're ahead, an angry sorry. nation for a reason. <laughs> you know, we have Absolutely. reason to be angry. Absolutely. <laughs> but we need to uh, channel uh, that. Yeah, and I think we need to, to learn how to do that. And, and I think as past um past colleagues or so probably haven't done that so well at times but i think that now we're learning and we're teaching our children to channel that mm. aggression to channel that anger and put it into something that benefits us i think that's what we need yeah. to do stop being angry at the world and start to channel that into something that we can do to better ourselves yeah. and better everybody else and do what the asians do help hold that hand out and say you know what i've reached that top I'm going to hold my hands out and help you get there too. And we don't have that mentality. We're like, you know what? I'm getting to the top. I'm going to climb to the top of the mountain. And when I get there, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to love all the riches and live my life to the fullest. We don't extend that hand out and say, come on. Actually, people. we do. I want we you up do. there. We're starting we do. to. And this is the We're thing. starting to. We, we have to change the vocabulary. See, one of the things we do in Champs and Giggles each week is we have a featured guest on the platform. Right? Yeah. A featured guest could be a business, it could be someone in the music industry, somebody that's doing something in the community, right? And mm -hmm. there are lots of black people, lots of people in our community, and people with back back interest that are doing things, but we don't get put on the uh, pedestal for doing so. So, yeah, there are many of us that are giving a hand to help others, and but we're just not getting recognized. So, we need to change that vocabulary to recognize that we do, we are givers. Black people are, that's why we became slaves. Because we're givers. When white man came to Africa, right, black people were giving, welcoming. And then we were abused for our kindness. That's what happened. Remember, slavery didn't begin with uh, white people taking black people across. Black people were slaves in Africa. But the black man that was a slave, was looked after by his slave master. It was when the white people came and they took the slaves and they put them in the boats. Once they left that domain in Africa, how they were treated were unknown. It was assumed in Africa that they were being treated similar to the slaves in Africa, which in which case they were looked after. But it not, never got stopped. And it was years, remember, back then there wasn't communication. So it was years yeah. later when um, certain slaves managed to overcome the ship, turn the ship around, went back to Africa, that's when the message started to come out that, hold on a minute, these slaves are being brutalized on the journey. So we're doing a lot of things, and it's the same thing that's happening now. It's the media that's twisting our minds vis-a-vis -vis what we're doing. We're doing good. We're doing great things. We're phenomenal people. We need to start resonating that message that now look at this classic example you're not going to hear this conversation on the bbc 
you're not going to hear them talking about black people you're doing great blocks this is why we need our own platforms because on our platforms we can talk about the things the great things that we're doing we just had um on our platform and and we've had so general state was on on the platform on friday i mean he's done great things along the way kush films we look at errol mckellar i mean nearly lost his life he's giving back he's giving up what he's doing mainstream and he's giving back to the community to help men with prostate cancer absolutely right does he need to be campaigning in the way that he does i mean so there, there is so many things that is positive that's happening that we are doing uh for our community we're having our um i have to pick up the uh, the soiree the Shams and Giggles uh, soiree, uh, which is going to be on Boxing Day. Remember, Boxing Day is a long weekend. We've got several people there. Peter Spence, we've got John McLean, Mr. C, Quincy, Lighty Powell, with Jay yeah. Alex Bigby, AJ Franklin. We've got a whole crew there. People that are doing, doing stuff in our community. And then, on top of that, when all those, the feature guests that have been on our platform, the likes of Aaron McKellar, the Bevanor and ACLT, the likes of Kushfield Marlon, the likes of Tony Crossbody and others, we invite all of them to come, um, you know, Jeff Schumann, Rudy Liquid, all of them to come. Because if you get a room of positive-minded people, right, people that are doers, that can change things. <laughs> Ideas can come into motion. Things, new things can happen. And that's the thing that we need to do. We need to get the positive working minds to come together and talk. And the show's called Talk the Things. Talk the Things. What we do like we need that. to do? We like that. Talk the Things. <laughs> I love that. And um, as I said, I'm, I'm a biggest advocate of the youth. And I remember, and, you know, big up the GY Radio family because they post some stuff that makes me sit up and listen and it allows me to have content for my programming. And someone posted about Giovanni Rose. I don't know if you've heard of him, the Tottenham teenager that won the Poetry Award. So I managed to contact Giovanni Rose and he's going to come on the virtual couch in December. So I've got a young people special that's going to be concentrating on young people and their achievements. I don't know if anyone follows Proud and Gifted on Instagram, but they do some amazing things to celebrate our youths in the community. And he's coming on my show in December and hopefully bringing some young people on there. He's put me in touch with a young lady called Athena Young. Um, who's a singer. She's 18 years old. I looked on her Instagram. She's phenomenal. I contacted her. Hopefully I can get her to sing an outro at the end of the show alongside, I know Adelaide McKenzie's on here to sing with Adelaide McKenzie, a little Christmassy song to celebrate Christmas. Big up, big up. But, you know, I'm so proud of our young people. I'm so proud that, you know, because they're having a hard time. You know, when we left home, we could get a council house and perhaps get some help, but they don't have all of that. And there's so much mental health issues also that they're having to, to fight against, as well as the, uh, the, the positiveness and the negativity of social media also, and battling through that as well, as well as trying to find a place in society. So it's, it's, it's tough out there. And um, I'm glad that the likes of yourself, Shamps and Giggles and Rudy Liquid, Liquid sorry, and, and uh, Eddie Nesta and all the others are, are doing something to champion this. But we just need to make sure that we, we carry on putting our weight behind ourselves and and celebrating all black people's achievements. And, and you know, 
other TV stations and platforms and, and mentioning and sharing and subscribing. And we need to do some more of that. Everybody that's even listening today and those that may listen to the replays, you know, share, like, subscribe, refer, all sorts of things and, and check that. But Pinky said something here, black people are frightened to have their own as they feel they need to have, as they feel they have to be exclusive of white when it's in fact the other way round. We need to award ourselves and stop waiting for others to recognise us. Absolutely spot on, Pinky. We don't need to wait for the white man to recognise us. We need to recognise ourselves. And and like I said, you know, there's been positive affirmations that come through a lot of times on um, on WhatsApp. And I know that you do a lot, you know, in terms of the platforms that you've got. So is Shamps and Giggles the only thing that, that you're doing at the moment in terms of... Um, uh community efforts is there anything else that you do in the in the community or you're just supportive of all the black events plus this event that you've got on well of course we we, we shams and giggles is 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 huge i mean and it's not just me shams and giggles is the community we've all come together and we're all doing our little bit and that's really what makes it work so i got big up to the crew because you know, everyone's working in the background. Um, you know, yeah. when you came on the show on Friday, as you saw, it's, you know, Jemmy's in the building, Dion's there, Keith's there, you know, Spice is there, Plush is there, Kaz is there. I mean, everybody's in, 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 in the background working. Um, the, the thing we, we're trying to do with the various businesses and so where we do a similar uh, uh, thing where they come on each week, we'll talk to a different uh, business or singer or whatever it might be to to give them a platform where they can, well, talk the teams, tell people yeah. about what they're doing, the struggles they've Because here's, here's the thing. When we were growing up, we never heard about the, 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 the we never had anyone to aspire to. You know what I'm saying? You, so you saw things on TV, but you didn't have that close personal relationship with any of them to aspire to become the comedian, the actor, the singer, the song. When we get those kind of people on the platform, to be quite honest with and you, we when learn we were growing up, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Remember, we had Love Thy Neighbor, where they, when the white people called the black people nignog, and the black people called the white people white honky. That's what we aspired to. That was that was our programming when we grew up. Was Love Thy Neighbor yeah. and and those programs like that, which didn't kind of and. What's his name? That comedian, Jim Davidson, trying to take on chalk. Yeah, but that, none of that was aspirational. Talking? That wasn't aspirational. That was a put down. It was. You know, when we were growing up, we weren't watching TV. You watch a little bit of TV, but by and large, we was out the street playing because the TV, it wasn't for us. The, the rude awakening was um, Roots. We all oh, came Lord. in to watch Roots. Right? And do you remember and that, that? we became an uh, we became a, a nation of angry teenagers after that, right? Well, but yeah, but we had reason to be because, but we mm. still didn't have the understanding. They lied. They have lied to us over years, decades. It's just been, and we haven't had the voice to say no. We haven't had the voice to say that. Now we have the channels and the means to say no. no. Hang on a minute, you can't treat us that way. See, and yeah. that's that's the change now. So the thing is, we need to use that. We need to put a little money in the pot. We need to put a little money in the pot so that we can have the things we need 
the infrastructure and so on, so we can make the changes steer our path. You know, we should be coming to the table and them asking us I, for, for our input, not I, them I've just taking say, it. Who was the um, uh, who was the director that did that 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 the series of black shows? Remember, he did the one with the Janet Kay with the long long song. What, Steve what was his name? Steve McQueen, Steve McQueen, right? So, you know, that came out and I watched interviews with Steve McQueen and Steve McQueen speaks the Queen's English you know, in, 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 in posh voice. Yes, of course. And I'm thinking, where's the black in you? Where, where is it? Apart from the programme you've done, where's the black? And I feel like he's sold us out a little bit. I feel like he's sold us out a little bit. You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about that. I, I watched two of the shows and I wasn't impressed. I don't care what anyone else has got to say. I wasn't impressed with Steve McQueen at all. And then he did 12 years as, as, a, as a slave. I think, did he do that? 12 years of slave. We all watched that intently. Yeah. And I'm tired of seeing black slavery films about how we were beaten up, hung, drawn and caught and raped and buggered and all sorts of things. How about putting us in a great light? How about doing a program of black inventors? Because we don't have that. People don't know about what we've done and what we've invented, right, and, and what we've done for society in all of these years. And that's what I want to see. I'm tired of seeing slavery films. All right, I'm done with it now. I know how we were treated. Great, fine, done. Yeah, white people don't need to, oh, I feel sorry for black people. I'm going to marry a black man or go out with a black man and put some money in the pot because of it. Go to hell, right? I now need you to see what we've actually achieved. That's what I want. And that's what I want black directors and producers to do. Tired of seeing us drug deal sitting on the street corners, right? I go into police stations every day. I see where our young black children are. I really do. But and I now I need to see them in a different place. I now need to see right. something different. Depict us in a different light and make people see how great we are. I will not well, keep saying not that. that. This country is not going to provide that. This country is not going to provide it unless we, we can. In America. We can. Yeah, we have to do it. And for us, unfortunately, the finances aren't what, as we would like right uh so we got to start with small beginnings when you when yeah. you tra travel across the pond when you go to america where they got deeper pockets there is quality black programming yeah on a regular consistent basis i remember i lived out there for several years and you know when i was first there i was glued to the tv you could watch <laughs> black people you come on from work five o'clock whatever time and you could just watch show after show after prime time, right up into the evening. Cosby Show depicted that, right? Cosby Show showed middle class black family. Yeah, but Crosby Show, Fresh Prince of, of Bel-Air, and those are little snippets. But in America, you can watch show after show after show after show after show. And they wonder, how come you're watching so much TV? <laughs> because we're starved. Over here, we're absolutely starved. It's, it's I know, and, the box and they've got their own black university. Is it Browns? Um, they got their own black neighborhoods. Are you kidding? They got, I mean, proper gated communities where everybody in that community is millionaires. And, you know, th there is a huge difference because they do, because they've been more oppressed, they do have a movement out there. I mean, mm. they do have radio stations, simple things, a radio station that has a clear signal nationwide I and mean, we, yeah. we we barely have a, a radio station that has a clear signal across london much yeah. less and you know the, i believe that that's on a government level they wanted to shut us up they don't want us to have a radio station they don't want us to communicate 
I, I believe that's that's because the way we had that in the uh, uh, early 1990s, right? Time FM, JVC, and those type type channels, and how that can just disappear? No, come on, something's amiss. Something's amiss. That's a that's that's the that's racism right there. That's institution because you've seen all these new white stations crop up, and they they're, they're living it loud, living it proud. But how come we can't have a station that gives us that level? Choice FM, they want us to shut up. That's why that's why they bought it out, offered us a, a, a monies that we couldn't refuse. And um, you just the black voice has has gone. It's only in localized situations. It's not enough. Now remember, if you go back years and years and years, that's what the Pharaoh did with the slaves. He saw them over there planning stuff. He just split them up. And 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 then when you as a as a handful, you're limited, limited as to what you can do. So we have to support these little platforms, build them up, stick to it. Eventually, um, things will turn around, and then we'll be we'll become a solid nation again. Because that's what we're meant to we're meant to be a solid nation. We are, and uh, you know, if you watch Black Panther, uh, the film, and talk about the the greatness of. Um, and looking at some of the minerals that came from Africa. I mean, Africa is such a rich country, and this is another subject. We've got like six minutes to go before we end the show, unfortunately. We should have Good spoken Lord. for so longer. so much to talk about. I know, I know. Too much to talk about. I'm going to have to bring you back, Joseph, because you are an, a, an amazing guest, by the way. You know. you know, we touched upon champs and giggles and started talking about everything else and politics and so forth. But just to... Because it all um, comes together, though. That, that is what it is. It does. All it does. of us, we're thinking the same thing. I mean, what I'm saying is not just, I didn't just think it up. This is what black people are saying. We want to come together. In fact, even now, Africa's been robbed. China's up in Africa. Great. Raped and robbed. China's everywhere. China's in Jamaica. China's in Africa, in Barbados, Dominica. It's infiltrating all these islands. And I don't think people are taking note of what China is doing. When they want to go to war and they want to put their bases in each of these countries and the debt that these Caribbean countries owes China, they can just call it out and take over these countries. I don't think yeah, they realise what they're right. getting into. And that's the that's frightening right. thing. The amount of debt that they owe China. When China want to call it back, when China wants to go to war with the USA and they want to use all the Caribbean countries as their base, we can't say jack. And that's yeah. frightening. And China yeah. also, they put their people in they pay their people and they take the money no. out the country. It doesn't stay. Don't stay in Jamaica. No. And so people are not watching this. But on a high but, level. But Jess uh, H. Thomas, he said, uh, have you watched Hidden Figures? Yes, I have. I watch every black film possible. I really, really do. Um, amazing film. Um, also about the three black women who helped put men in space. And it's still not advertised. We still don't learn it in schools. We still don't know this. Um, well, black that's shows where, that's the black point. Shows. Learning it in schools is where it filters down. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't they don't. filter down. You see the movie, but do you get to know each of the individual characters, their background, where their families are? It doesn't filter down. It's just the movie, and that's the end of it. But if you look at certain white shows, they have the movie, and then it's taught in school. I mean, come on! So it filters, and then it's spoken about on the radio. Look at this foolishness, the Tiger King. That foolishness, the guy's locked up. That's on Netflix. That you drive on your hair on the radio, heart radio, capture radio, it filters through. So they get a large viewing. For hours, we, we barely have a radio station and the connectivity so that when we put something out, it filters. It doesn't filter through. See? And that's that's the difference. We're not 
We have it's, again. I'd say it's the infrastructure. We need that yeah. infrastructure. It is, but I'm afraid that we're going to get cut soon because it's like three minutes to eight. Joseph, you've been an amazing guest, and just as the last in the chat, Miss Sugar Sweet said yes and left the general and uh, left the mixed culture loss. Uh, some of us, but today's generation try to make it work. Yes, and Pinky says that's right, Joseph. We have to support each other. We can do it. Um, Sugar Sweets, HPQ, don't go there. I go there all the time. We're going to have another chat about this. Um, and uh, what's stolen from us as inventors, for sure. Even the light bulb, yeah. Thomas Edison, we won't even go there in terms of who put the filament together in order to make the light bulb work. If that wasn't mm -hmm. done, Thomas Edison wouldn't have got the acclaim that he got. That was by a black inventor. And I think we just need to learn some more of our black history. And also, we need to teach our children. We can't keep blaming it on the system. Mm -hmm. We need to educate our children on what we are doing and what we've achieved. That's our job. We can't make it the system's job. It's our job to do that. I can't say enough. But Joseph, Absolutely. you've been an amazing guest. I'm going to have to say goodbye before we shut off. Okay, I'm going to bring you on soon. Champs and, Champs and Giggles, talk about the next one very, very quickly before we cut off. And, our uh, end of year soiree is on Boxing Day. Everyone's invited. The link is uh, posted on the uh, channel there. You can find us. Uh, you can join our WhatsApp. Just simply send a text to 0795-079-0301-9834. Send a text. You can join our WhatsApp channel. We are Zooming. You can find us on Telegram, shampsandgiggles at gmail.com, uh, shampsandgiggles.co.uk. We're, we're, we're here. I think we're here to stay. We have got... We've had 50 guests in the past year on our platform, people from doing all sorts of things, from the Aaron McKellar to, to the ACLT. We have the foundation now to continue to grow, to continue to, to promote rise, black businesses, singers, entrepreneurs. We have, we have risen. We're, we're up. We're flying. <laughs> we're flying. As are you. We, we need to keep working together. Big things not only can happen, big things will happen, but most, most importantly, they're happening now. Let's not think it's in the future. It's now. Blessings. Now happening. Blessings, Joseph. You've been an amazing guest. And very, very quickly, Antigua and Alison, thank you very much for joining. And uh, Jackie Sinclair, my love, I hope you're doing good, my darling. I hope you contacted Dr. Oliver Aubrey or Dr. Aubrey Oliver. Thank you. And DJ Knowledge, thank you for joining in and your comments also. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining Host the House. I will be back next week with another guest also. Joseph, thank you, my darling. I'm going to take you from the stream. I'm going to talk to you in the green room afterwards. Thank you, everybody. I can't even play a song to uh, outro you because DJ Juicy is coming up next on GY Radio. Thank you, everybody, again. Fantastic. And you can find them on Champs and Giggles platform Facebook group also.